Well, good day. My name is Stephen. So glad to be with you today on KITV. And uh, we are going to talk about being vessels of praise, being a masterpiece in the very Word of God. So I just want to thank KITV for allowing me to come and share the Word of God. But before we get anywhere, we need to go to prayer because I always say that unless the Holy Spirit teaches us, we can't do anything. So before we start, let's just pray. Lord God, we thank you for this opportunity to come and to dive into your word. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to learn more about you and to love you more. And so, God, I pray for everybody that's listening, that you would just allow your Holy Spirit to touch them, to move in those very rooms, to bless them, O oh God, and to open their hearts to whatever you would want to drop in. And so, Father, I thank you. We love you. We praise you. And we just ask for your mighty touch upon the word in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. So guys, I want to go right to the scriptures here. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 8 to 10. So it starts up by saying this, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not as a result of works, that no one should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Guys, I want to start out right with this very verse that says that we are his workmanship. We are a masterpiece in him. So if we look at the very beginning of time, when God created everything, it says, in the beginning, God, and he spoke the words, light, and so light became, and light separated from the darkness. But you know what, as we go through the time of creation, and we get to that sixth day, and it says that God formed man out of the dust. And so what he did is he began to uh, create, he began to create face, and he began to create a body and hands. And so at the end of those six days, what had happened was, now you've got this form. But there wasn't any life there, you see. So what God did is he began to breathe into that life. You see, one thing that we need to recognize is that we are nothing but animated dirt when it comes right down to it. And so that's why the Word of God says that in Him we live and move and have our being. And so when we recognize and we go right back to the very foundation of creation and who we are, we recognize that God is the one that gives us life. No matter what's going on in this world, no matter what situation we're in, we recognize that God is the giver of our life and He's the one that gives us breath. So let's start out the day and let's make sure that we start out the day with a praise unto him and not a complaint, shall we say, of, oh, we got to get up today or, oh, this is something terrible on the docket that we've got to deal with. No, let's start out the day with, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So let us go back to the very foundation again that God has breathed his very breath into us. The master, the creator of everything has breathed his very life into us. 
And so when I began to think about a masterpiece, when we begin to think that we are created in the very image of God himself, sometimes we have to go back and we have to look and say, okay, if God created us in his image, then we need to recognize who the creator is. We need to recognize the awesomeness of our God. We need to recognize that the one who loves us is so magnificent that he's decided to say, I'm going to make somebody into my image. You know, we're not God, but we are created in his image. And it's absolutely a wonderful and, and amazing thing to recognize and to understand. And I pray that if you're listening right now and you look at yourself in the mirror and you look at all your faults and your failures, that that's not what you see, but that the scripture begins to come alive to you and that you begin to recognize and understand that the word of God says that we are his workmanship. And Anybody that has been born again into the family of God, you are now created. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Now, if that's you, then you've got something to rejoice about. If you haven't followed Jesus, if you haven't given your life over to him, let me tell you something. You are still created in the very image of God. You are still a masterpiece but there's one thing that's lacking in your life, and that is the very completion. You see, when we look at creation, when we look at the scriptures, we recognize that in the time before man, there was someone that covered the throne. You see, and that person that the Word of God talks about was Lucifer. It says that he covered the throne. And so what happened is God's praise, God's reflection, God's image would basically resound off of the cherub that covered the throne. But you see, when Satan decided that he would say, I will be like the Most High God, well, God said, no, that's not what's going to happen, and took him and threw him down from heaven. That left the throne uncovered. And so what God decided to do is says, I'm going to do something very special. I'm going to create somebody that's going to be in my image. And what's going to happen is their praises, well, I will be enthroned in the midst of their praises. You see, that's the Hebrew word tehillah. God inhabits the praises of his people. And so what we need to recognize is that we've been given an opportunity, that we have been given the privilege of going before God and allowing the very nature of God to be pleased with the things that we're doing. And it's not anything that we do, but it's all in Christ, you see. So if you're a follower of Jesus, you'll recognize that you are a new creation in Christ and that you've been given this privilege. If you're not a follower of Jesus, let me encourage you to listen just a little bit more because you're lacking something and the devil's trying to pull you away from your destiny. You see in Jeremiah 29 and 11 it says that he has plans for us. He knows the plans that he has for us and they're plans that are good and they're plans to prosper you. You see the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. And so anything that's good, he wants to pull away from you. But that's not the God of creation. The God of creation has so much love, so much adoration for you, so much passion for you that he poured his very nature. In. And not only that, but he sent his son to come and die for you. You see, sometimes we think, well, that's just 
uh, that's just a story of old and well that was nice and and he was maybe he's just a prophet or maybe he's just a good man no 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 Jesus came to do more than just that. You see, Jesus came to fulfill the very promise of creation. He came to make you a vessel of praise. You see, in order for us to really recognize who we are, then we've got to go back to the Creator. So what I did is, when I was young, I had a, uh, I had a bad self-image of myself. And so I began to play down all my giftings and all my talents and and I began to look at myself very differently in the mirror and I began to see all the faults and failures about the way I looked you see when I was born I was actually born with a birth defect a cleft palate so when I look at myself in the mirror lots of people don't see that but I see that every time and you see there are lots of things in your life that you can pick point out each and every single time you look at yourself and you think that there are these great big things, these faults and these failures, but yet when somebody else looks at you, they don't necessarily see them. You see, when you're under the blood, when you have become a new creation in Christ, you have to understand that those faults and those failures, they're all washed away. You see, the Word of God says that our sins are remembered no more and are separated as far as east is from the west. So we have to recognize this, that when we come to Jesus, we have a brand new start. We have a brand new opportunity. We have a brand new purpose. And now we can step in to the reality of the destiny that he has for us. So what I began to do is, when I thought to myself, well, I've got all these faults and failures. And I began to look at myself, and I began to listen to those lies that the devil would, would say to me. And I've given my heart to Jesus now, and so now I am a new creation. But that old devil likes to come around and likes to speak about all the things that you've done in the past. He likes to bring you down. He likes to say, well, you can't do that because of this or that. Or you shouldn't have that because you were wrong here. Or you won't have that because it's just not right. You don't have the giftings and the talents for it. So what I began to do is, in order to counteract that, I had to say, you know what, devil, that's not who I am. And so I began to take the word of God, and I began to take the things that he says about me, because what we have to recognize is who we're from. So we have to understand in our hearts we have to say and we have to speak what the Word of God says and come into agreement, come into alignment with that. So when I was 18 years old, I took this piece of paper, and I still have it today, and I began to write down all the things that I found in the Word of God. And I began to just go through the alphabet here. So let me, let me just recite this to you if I can. And I used to say this basically every single day until it really sunk into my spirit as to who I am. And so it says, I'm adopted, accepted, approved, beloved, born again, blessed. I am created in His image. I'm a child of God. I am courageous. I'm desired. I'm delivered. I am determined as an eagle. I'm part of the elect. I'm edified. I'm encircled by angels. I'm encamped by them because the Word of God says that those that fear the Lord are encamped by angels. I'm part of the firstborn church. I'm faithful, part of a heavenly family. I'm fathered by God himself. I'm a gift 
gracious, glad, glorified, and guided by the Holy Spirit. Um, I have a higher calling. I'm motivated. I'm holy. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm healed. Imperishable, innocent, increased, just, a jewel, a king, a kingsman, redeemer of the Lord. I'm known and I'm loved. I'm a leader. I'm a light. I'm a lamp and I'm made in his likeness. I'm a new creation, a new man, an overcomer. I am purified, pure, precious. I am a prince. I'm quickened by the Holy Ghost. I'm refined. I'm righteous in God. I am a ruler over stuff in this world. I'm a son of God. I'm a servant. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. I've been tested and taught. I'm a temple and a tabernacle. Unblemished, undefiled, upright, united, valuable, and valiant. I am a vessel of God. My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm a warrior, and I am his workmanship in Christ Jesus. I am excluded from darkness. I am acceptable. I am Yahweh's son. Yes and amen. I'm young, and I'm old, and I'm Zion's kid. You see, when we recognize who we are, we begin to speak those things into our life. We recognize that what God's word says now has more authority than what the things in this world are saying. You see, let's go back to the very rules of, uh, of laws here and how this works. And let me illustratively say this to you. If you have a plane, you will have something called the law of gravity. And the law of gravity will hold you down. And so as that plane begins to go down the runway, there's a thing called gravity holding it down. But as it begins to gather speed, as the engines begin to kick in and those thrusters, what begins to happen is that plane begins to go further and it begins to go faster. And suddenly, there's another law that begins to supersede the law of gravity, and that's the law of air dynamics and what begins to happen is as that law begins to kick in that plane no longer stays on the ground but that plane begins to rise above the, the very laws of gravity in the same fashion no matter what you've gone through in your life no matter what situation you're in you have to understand something it is the law of the spirit and as you begin to go through this life and recognize that you're coming into agreement with the very word of God when you come into agreement with what God is saying about you, then all of a sudden you're going to have something that's going to supersede all those things that you've done in the past. All those things that have held you down. All those lies that the devil has held you back and spoken to your ear that he's trying to take away from you. God says, no, I will move into your life. I have made you a new creation. And now because of Christ Jesus, because of him and him alone, you see, it's not by our works as we just read in the word of God, but by his grace grace. Now that which has held you down will take you up and allow you to soar above your situation, soar above your circumstance, go soar and give you victory in those places where the devil's tried to hold you back. And so I want to proclaim that and I want to declare that into your lives. Even as you're listening now, I pray that there is a breaking in the things of the spirit realm, that the Holy Ghost would just absolutely release his fire into your life. And that now 
is you beginning to come into alignment with the Word of God? That there's something that begins to stir up within you and that you recognize that that which He has put within you is truly greater than that which is in the world because Jesus came to overcome and Jesus did overcome. And because He overcame, He said, Father, in the, He said this in the garden, Father, what you have given to me, now give to them. So because of Jesus's grace, because of his love, and because of his uh, selflessness, because he doesn't want to keep it all to himself, and he says, no, I recognize right from the very beginning of time, right from the time of creation, that this is my bride, this is my church, these are the ones that I love, that which I have, I'm going to give to them so that they can arise up in power and victory in the Holy Ghost, that this world might see the very kingdom of God established on this world as it is in heaven. And you see, the very kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So we have to understand that as we come into alignment with the Word of God, that His power is going to be released. And as you take a step of faith and understand that, then you have to recognize that the devil has no power. You see, the Word of God says, resist the devil and he must flee. Well, in order to resist him, you need to have the word of God. You need to understand and you need to have the Holy Ghost ignite those words within your very heart, within your very life. And you see, that is where the very power of God is going to be released. That is where the anointing is going to be released. When you bring yourself into alignment with the word of God and recognize who you are in Jesus. You see, Jesus is the King of Kings. Jesus is the Lord of lords and the word of God says that every knee is going to bow every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord so we recognize now that as children of the most high God who we serve and when we look at ourselves in the mirror it's not what we see but it's what he sees it's what he's done in our life because the word of God says that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus now I want to say to you that are listening if you haven't known this Jesus, this Jesus that loves you so much, this Jesus that died for you, this Jesus that, that, uh, that took all the beatings for you, that wants to walk with you, that wants to talk with you, that wants to be there to walk with you in every situation. You see, that's what the gospel is. The gospel is good news. The gospel is the news that Jesus came and wants to walk with you in every situation, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, that's the awesome part about the gospel of Jesus Christ, that it's not based upon your works. Just like we read about, for by grace you have been saved, verse number 8. It is grace. It's something that we don't deserve, and you can never earn it. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how many good things you've done in your life. It doesn't matter who you even know in this world. The only thing that matters is knowing Jesus Christ because the Word of God says that He is the truth, the way, and the life, and no man goes to the Father but through Him. And you see, 
although that sounds very narrow-minded, in the same way, it's Jesus is saying, I want you all to myself. I love you so much. I want to present you to the Father. But you can't get there based on all those things because they don't mean anything to him. He's a holy God. He's a just God. He's the king. All your money doesn't mean anything. All your fame doesn't mean anything. All your good works, you still can't compare to the goodness of God. So you have to go through the one that can present you as clean and pure and holy. You need the one that's going to be your advocate going to the very king of kings. And you see, that's what the gospel is all about. His great love and his great mercy that he would take you to present you so that you can know that throughout all of eternity that you're going to be in joy unspeakable and full of glory. You see, but without him, if you choose to walk away from the sacrifice, if you choose to say, well, I don't want to go through that door, or if you choose to say, no, I want to try and find some other way to get there. Friends, let me tell you, the end is eternal hell. It's a separation from God. And that's not what you're designed to do. From the very time of creation, you are designed to be vessels of praise. You see, if we even look at the very physics of our body, the very physics of our body, you can take DNA. And so we've learned about DNA throughout history from, you know, it started out with maybe guys like O.J. Simpson. We heard about that case that happened many, many years ago. And so what they began to do is extract the very character of who a person is. And each person is unique. Each person is different. It's designed in their DNA. Well, what they've decided to do and what, and what science has been able to do is they found out that within your DNA there's, there's proteins. And those proteins, as they begin to break it down, you can actually apply them to music. And so the very... The very nature of who you are can be transposed into music. And you can go and pay for programs and do all that stuff, and that's out there. But what you need to recognize is that your DNA is specifically and uniquely created to release a sound. And that sound is a sound of praise. And when you begin to come into alignment with the Word of God, listen now, as you begin to come into alignment with the Word of God, and you allow the very nature of who God created you to be, to release that praise, to release that worship, let me tell you something, it doesn't matter your vocal tonality, it doesn't matter your gifting is in your talents it's something very special that you have that you are and so because you begin to release that sound God the Father looks down on you and begins to smile and he begins to he, he begins to uh, just absolutely uh, excite himself that you are in his presence that you're coming to him, that you're loving him, that you're praising him. And he loves to hear those sounds. Why? Because he's created you right from the very time of your birth, right? When you were in your mother's womb, he knew you and he's got plans for you and he's got, uh, he's got a destiny for you. And so when you begin to step out into that, now you're beginning to walk into the areas where God says, Oh, I love my son. I love my daughter so much. I love to hear their praise. I love to hear their heart. You see, all those people, if you're listening to me and, you, and you're not serving Jesus, you're denying the very king in heaven, the praise that you have within your very being. You see, you're created to release that to him. You're created to walk into his glory. You're created to walk into his into his love and into his mercy that he would have for you because he loves you so much.
But if he choose not to, then he has to pull that away and there's an eternal hell that awaits. That's not where he wants you to go. He wants you to walk into, into glory with him. He wants to walk and talk with you every step of the way. And so I encourage you and I'm imploring you to give your life over to Jesus. I'm imploring you to ask him to forgive you and to make you a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm imploring you to recognize who you are in, in creation. You see, God the Father loves you so much. Jesus loves you so much. The Holy Ghost has been given and he loves you so much. And I want you to understand that all those that are listening, if you're looking at all the faults and the failures, if you're looking at all those things that the devil keeps whispering in your, in your ear, I want you to take those thoughts and I want you to bring them under submission to Christ Jesus and go back to the very word of God. For it says, for we are his workmanship. And everything, everything, if we go back to Genesis that God created, he said, it is good. And so let me tell you something. You are created and you are good in Jesus. You are good, formed by His hands. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are gifted. You are talented. Do not listen to the lies of that devil. Do not listen to the words that would try to steal, that would try to kill you, that would try to destroy you. But I encourage you to take hold of the Word of God. I encourage you to go into a time of prayer and to recognize who you are when you walk into that place. I encourage you to understand that this God of creation is so passionate for you that he longs for you that he that he desires that you would come into his presence to worship him because I'll tell you you can't outgive God and when you go into the very heart of worship to give to God to sacrifice your life down before him and to say God everything that I have I'm giving to you right now and I just want to bless you I just want to worship you I just want to love you I just want to exalt you I guarantee you this the heavens will begin to open up and his blessings will be poured out upon you and I tell you we don't go just for the blessings we go because of who he is and because of who he is the king of kings because he is the master because he is the redeemer because he is the lover of our soul we go to him and we bless him and we magnify him and we love him and I'll tell you it is the greatest thing that you can ever do because you cannot outgive God you cannot outbless God. He will continue to pour into your life over and over and over again. And I'll tell you, if, you've, if you're in a situation right now where you need somebody to pray for you, where you need the power of God into your life, I encourage you to reach out. Reach out to the local church. Reach out to the, uh, to the networks that, are, you know, that KITV is presenting. I know that there's prayer lines. I know that there's emails that you can send out to. Don't think that you've got to do things alone. Reach out. If you're looking to get saved, reach out. And we just want to bless you and pray for you. And so before I go, I just want to speak a blessing over you right now. I want to pray for you. I want to just declare the power of God into your life. So, Father, I thank you for everybody that's listening. I thank you again, Lord, for their time. I thank you, God, for your presence. I thank you, God, for your Holy Ghost fire. And for everybody that's listening, Lord. I pray, God, that you would just absolutely touch their life. I pray, God, that you would just show them how much you love them. I pray, God, that you would just absolutely fill them to overflowing.
God, I pray in the name of Jesus for anybody, oh God, that needs your touch from heaven, that, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would reach down and touch them even now. God, I pray that if the devil is trying to speak lies, God, I pray that you break off all those things, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and that the very truth of your love would be made known to them. Holy Ghost, I ask that you touch each and every single person right now in the name of Jesus. If they need healing, I speak it. I declare it in the name of Jesus. And God, I just ask for anybody, oh God, that is on the fence with coming to give their life to you, God, I pray that they would make a decision to, to, uh, to call upon you, that you would save them, redeem them, bring them and make them anew into your kingdom, oh God. Father, I thank you for everybody that's listening, and I speak blessings upon them in the name of Jesus. Guys, thank you again for taking the time, and I bless you, and I pray you have a great day in Jesus' name. Amen.